Hi, and welcome to the I Meet Hotel podcast with industry updates, expert guests, and musings on what the future of travel and hospitality might look like. Every week, we'll bring you a new topic we find interesting through our work in this business with your host, Kristen Lipinski. We also want to hear from you. If there's something you'd like us to talk about on one of our next episodes, email us at info at imeethotel.com or find us on LinkedIn at imeethotel. Hello and welcome to I Meet Hotel, the podcast. I'm your host, Christian Lipinski. Now, you might have noticed we missed an episode last week as we were busy with our short-term rentals webinar. Now, if you missed it, no problem. Head over to imeethotel.com and subscribe to the site and we will send you the videos once they are edited. My next guest is Sheila Krishnan. She's the commercial director at Hamilton Hotel Partners. Sheila, welcome to the show. How are you? It's nice to talk to you. Hi, Kristen. I- I'm great. Thank you for having me today. I am very delighted to be part of I Meet Hotel podcast. Perfect. I- I've been looking forward to getting you involved in I Meet Hotel. I know we've talked in the past uh, and you have a very interesting career and your work is pretty varied, uh, you know, but you've done a lot of work in hotel revenue management, commercial sales, uh, project management in the past. And then, as I mentioned last time we spoke, uh, you had SK Consultancy. And now I see you're with Hamilton Hotel Partners. Can you tell us a little bit more about your current role at Hamilton Hotel Partners? Uh, yes, indeed. Um, I have had an amazing journey today in my hospitality career. Uh, 2020 has been a tough year for many of us in the hospitality sector, uh, where at that time, uh, my role was commercial director at Trafalgar St. James, uh, unfortunately was a casualty of COVID-19, uh, which then I took the opportunity to set up my own consultancy, uh, which you are aware of, SSK Consultancy, where I was supporting independent hotels in uh, revenue management, uh, providing them support in evaluating and setting up their hotel revenue strategy and also their distribution system uh, and introducing them to some uh, hotel techs. Right. Now, I am a commercial director with Hamilton Hotel Partners. Hamilton Hotel Partners is a hotel advisory company offering hotel asset management, mm-hmm. management and development services globally. The company itself has over 50 hotels in the total portfolio, which is divided by regions, uh, managed and asset managed hotels. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in the UK and Scandinavia Managed Hotel Team, where we currently look after a portfolio of eight hotels. My key role uh, is transitioning uh, these recently acquired hotels from one brand to another, Mm -hmm. quite often de-branding it and then rebranding it as an independent brand. Uh, This involves uh, uh, setting up the entire distribution and tech stack for the hotel from scratch, setting up the commercial tools and strategy for the hotel in a nutshell. Well, I mean, that's a, I guess that's a, a quite a nutshell. Um, you know, there's a lot to unpack there. And I think uh, we can do that through this podcast, uh, which I think it's really important because it's, you know, when you say, you know, consulting and the work that you do, uh, it's not a straightforward. There's so much more that goes into it. Um, and just all that uh, of what you mentioned, um, I think we can dive a little bit more into it. Uh, so let, let's let's talk about new trends uh, in business intelligence. Uh, for example, the flexibility to combine uh, sentiment data uh, with Google search flight and hotel data and market research survey. I mean, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, I mean, uh, this has been always been an interesting topic for me, and I'm always learning about this, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, first of all, we need to, uh, you know, define to our audience what sentiment data analysis yeah, is. Sure. 
Um, I mean, and this is the Google version, which I kind of searched, you know, as usual. So the most relatable Google search I came across is sentiment analysis is a mm. process of computationally analyzing and identifying opinions and judgments from a piece of text uh, to understand if a piece of text is positive, negative or neutral. For example, I enjoyed my stay at the hotel. It's a positive. Right. It's, it sounds very positive because mm -hmm. it emphasizes on the text enjoy. Enjoyed, yep. I couldn't sleep at the hotel. It's a negative because you know they can't do what they intended to do at the hotel. And I stayed at the hotel last week, which is pretty much neutral because it doesn't tell you anything apart from a statement mm. of an activity. So sentiment and uh, data analysis is basically identifying the text polarity, which then is classified to a negative, positive or neutral opinion. Uh, at present, most hotels already have tools like Revinate that provides a sentiment analysis in a form of uh, word cloud on trending topics mm -hmm. based on customers' feedbacks and reviews. Example, noisy room, clean room, value for money, and so on. However, these sentiment data analysis are generally post-day. Mm -hmm. We can right. only learn from this to impact, on, to impact the next uh, arriving guests. Mm -hmm. So we can't go back and fix the past, but we can go and fix the future. Sure. Whereas the new emerging trend is now to use the sentiment data to analyze guest buying habits and trends, their emotions, understanding what they're looking for and influence them to stay at your hotel. So even mm -hmm. before they come, you, you are influencing them. So it's just like the Google cookie trackers where, you know, when you search for some items and mm -hmm. then it's hunting you down in right. Facebook and Instagram to keep <laughs> prompting you to buy. <laughs> <laughs> so it's similar to that. <laughs> it's just that we haven't, okay, maybe I might not be aware, but I don't think that's like one AI and BI tool that could provide all of it, all of this together for sure. hoteliers. Mm -hmm. So which means we have to, you know, for, for where we are at the moment, we have to put a lot of uh, tools together and then analyze it, you know, mm -hmm. depending on the hotels. Uh, so these days, guesses, you know, even before they hit the search bar button on Google, they're already considering a few list of factors and questions prior to planning their trips. Mm -hmm. You know, for example, is it safe to travel to London? What is the best foodie destination? What is the best sunshine getaway resort? Is the hotel COVID safe? Yoga destination? There's so many um, search details which we can then tap, tap into in influencing the guest buying habit. Uh, hoteliers having to use a variety of business intelligence reports and tools to assist them in influencing the potential guests to choose their hotel as the first choice to visit and stay. Mm -hmm. um, for example, these days we have OTA Insight, Market Insight report. So everyone's familiar with OTA Insight. It kind of gives you the 90, 365 days of uh, pricing uh, of, you, of your hotel and your competitive. So it gives you more visibility on what your competition are doing. But now they also have a market insight tool, which give you an analysis. So if you, if you if they have like a heat map uh, in terms of a destination and it shows you, okay, which are the most popular destination and then who is searching for this destination? For example, London. So it's mm -hmm. most currently being searched by US, Italian and, and the Spanish market. Mm -hmm. So it kind of gives you an indication to uh, to see, okay, who is potentially going to arrive to your hotel? How can we more, be more strategic in terms of our marketing activities? Mm 
Uh, similarly, you have forward key reports, which kind of gives you more data in terms of the flight details, uh, who is coming into the city for how long, you know, what's the long haul flight. Uh, and then we have forward SDR, uh, which then shows in terms of the future trends in terms of occupancy uh, of your hotel versus the market and then the potential uh, competition set. Uh, and, and, and demand 360. So some of the very regular business intelligence reports that we, we are aware of and commonly used amongst hoteliers. Yeah. Um, but a quick disclaimer here, I kind of mentioned a few names here, so I'm not promoting any specific sure. brand. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll give them a call and let them know, uh, hey, are you going to sponsor this week's episode? <laughs> yeah, and a commission for us. Um, so... So these are, I mean, as a hotelier, these are some of the uh, reports that I use mm -hmm. generally, you know, to look at future trends. You know, gone are the days just looking at, at past historical data. And especially COVID has yeah. been an eye opener. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Because it's completely different. You know, the, the trends completely flip because mm -hmm. uh, at, in, at one point, we do not know when a city is going to be locked down and when it's going to be right. reopened. So hoteliers having to do like three, four forecasts each time because it's the demand was so unpredictable. Yep. No, and I can see that I've, I've spoken to uh, a lot of hoteliers and, you know, other people that work in revenue management and whatnot. Uh, and this is what they said, 2019 data is kind of useless now. You can't really use mm. that as predicting what's going to happen for, you know, the winter this year uh, or summer on the southern hemisphere, I should say, as well. Uh, but it's yeah. really hard to determine what's going to happen. So using all those different, you know, points of data, I think it's super uh, beneficial. And I see why you're using all those different things. Uh, yes. I, I wanted to ask, you know, what what's mm -hmm. the benefits of doing this and why might companies hesitate to do this before? Are there any downsides? Um, okay, first, I mean, the downside, I'm going to start with the downside. Mm -hmm. first. I think in the past, there were not many organizations that were providing this, these tools and reports. It was very limited. I think 10 years ago, it was only certain companies that were able to provide. But now, you know, with the concept of big data and then there's more and more organizations are providing intelligence reports and tools. So back in the days, it was super expensive. It wasn't affordable. So forward key star reports for result hotels could cost around 18,000 US dollars, mm. which is pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. this is kind of, it comes out of your marketing, sales and marketing allowance. So it can be uh, not affordable for a small hotel. You know, it's, it's worthwhile con uh, considered by a resort hotel or a much more complex loca location hotel, but it's not affordable by everyone. So affordability was the big thing. That was the downside in the past. In the past. Which then most uh, hotels hesitated to do this. Whereas now, I mean, there's so many tools out there and it's become more affordable because I, I think you know, to some extent, you know, there are more comp competitive tools are being created each day. So as these are being introduced to the market, uh, so everyone is kind of, you know, fighting for the similar share of wallet. So which means, you know, it kind of, uh, the price comes down. So which means that it's more affordable from a cost perspective for hotels. Um, so the benefits of having this, um, hotels, I mean, we've mentioned just now, you know, with the COVID uh, happening, 2019 data, or, or the previous data, it's it's obsolete. It's, sure. it's no longer any use for us because patterns have changed. Demand patterns, travel patterns, consumer behavior has completely changed. Mm -hmm. So having these tools, which kind of provide some sort of insights to real-time data and, and future insights, benefits the hotel uh, in terms of 
being able to proactively plan ahead, predict the demand, and convert those demands into sales at the hotel. So hotels are no longer just looking at one dimension of revenue strategy, which is you know customer market segment. Yeah. Back in the days, you know hotels were more looking at customer segment or oh, group business. Oh, they're going to book us 30 days out, 60 days out. Mm. Uh, corporate business, they're going to book in uh, zero to seven days lead time. But these are not happening anymore because corporate clients are now working from home. So they, there's no need for them to travel and they could right. travel. That's a new segmentation form now, which is leisure, business and leisure. Mm -hmm. So the consumer habits have completely changed, which means hotel now have to be creative in terms of sure. generating those demand and converting those demands into sales. And, and so no longer just looking at customer market segment, but also by channels and source markets, you know, which country travelers are coming into the city, to the, to the area. How can we tap into those markets. So it's being more agile with their strategy in both short and long-term focus versus looking at the past where hotels were relying on historical data and then reacted for the future. Sure. So it's being more uh, proactive versus reactive, which then helps better forecasting and budgeting, aligning the marketing costs more strate strategically, and then improve the market share. So talking about marketing costs, so in the past, hotels would have said, oh, okay, we have a lot of US travelers, so let's now focus on sales trip in the US. Mm -hmm. But are those sales trip necessary? Because if we can already tap into all these markets, destinations to come into the hotel before they even arrive, is there a need for us to spend money on sales trips where we could invest more strategically in terms of campaigns online? Mm -hmm. No, it all makes sense. And this is, you know, everybody I speak to uh, on all sorts of uh, different sides of hospitality in the industry, whether it's technology services, revenue management services, consultancy, marketing, yeah. it's all, you know, that, that idea of you know, even what you mm -hmm. said, the business and leisure trip, you know, the pleasure trip, yeah. you're taking shorter, uh, less frequent mm -hmm. trips, but you're taking them for longer. So you're doing business uh, and you're yeah. enjoying your stay there. Uh, so it's a completely, like you said, everything's kind of been thrown upside down and uh, our trends of traveling uh, have dramatically changed. I want to talk mm -hmm. a little bit and expand a little bit on what we were talking about and talk about the different mm -hmm. stages uh, of mm -hmm. the booking process and how this trend uh, may, instead of hindering, help uh, hotels and companies? So talking, I mean, a little bit in terms of like the customer booking uh, sure. process uh, mm -hmm. and the journey. Let's let's talk about journey. And this is my definition. I try to simplify it because if you go online, you know, you could find there's five stages, there's seven stages, or, or it could even increase. Uh, mm -hmm. But let's keep it simple from like back to basics. If I were to refer myself as a uh, customer, as mm -hmm. a guest, yep. the first thing I would start is researching. Uh, you know, sometimes all I want is a break. So not necessarily determined by a location. So it could be researching sunny holidays or yoga holidays. You know, it's having those, you know, making those research. And then once I find finalized, not finalized, but kind of considering some locations, mm -hmm. the next thing is I'm going to do a little bit more research. Look at the social media. Are those images relatable or, or the content relatable to what I'm searching for? Do they speak to me to what I'm looking for? Are they, are they, are they connecting to what I'm looking for? Um, and then and then I'm looking at reviews, in, uh, reviews, look at right. TripAdvisor reviews. Has there been any challenges? Because TripAdvisors, to some extent, I do find it very realistic because that's where guests post, genuinely post in terms of images. Because when you go to a hotel website, it could be all shiny and glowing and it could be <laughs> yeah, exactly. CGI and yeah. Photoshop. Yeah, where else? Uh, yes, on TripAdvisor, you get real photos of real guests. Right. 
so it's, it's looking at all of this. And then I, I then decide, okay, this is it. This is the place I'm going to go. It's fantastic uh, reviews. It looks exactly what they show online. They offer everything that I want to do. And so start planning. So this is where the next planning stage is. I'm going to search what's the best deal I'm going to get. Is it through the hotel website? Is it through the OTA? Or could I then book it as a flight package with the accommodation? So I'm looking at the, you know, uh, look planning in terms of my next step in terms of purchasing. So once I found everything that ticks my boxes, then I'm going to purchase the sale. But then at the same time, it doesn't stop there after the purchase because I'm going to then next plan how do I get to the hotel? What am I going to do at the hotel right. once I get there? So it's, 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 it, the journey doesn't stop just from the planning and buying and researching. It's mm-hmm. kind of ongoing until you arrive at the hotel, then your journey continues in terms of the stay. But mm-hmm. So going back to, I probably <laughs> go expanding no, no, a bit too much. No, that's, uh, that's exa- excellent. That's what I was looking for. I mean, that's, uh, there's a lot of different things that people forget. They think that they just hit book now. And then that's a trip done where there's all these other things that go into planning a trip, especially in today's uh, climate and atmosphere with uh, the pandemic still looming over us. So, no, everything that you're saying is right on to uh, what was kind of balled up into that question. Yeah. So and, and so so this the four stages here, which is the researching, the consideration, the planning and the, and the purchase. I think these keys, these four key stages are very important because right now hotels. Uh, with, with the COVID, um, I mean, as you, as you and I are aware, you know, business, hotel, hotel business are only anticipated to return to pre-COVID levels right. sometime in 2003. So next year, it's only 2022. Mm-hmm. So which means demand is constrained. Demand is constrained. Everybody is going to be fighting for the same uh, piece of business. Uh, so which means we hotels need to be fighting for this business. You know, mm-hmm. they, they need to be, uh, tapping into those little pockets of revenue that are emerging that they see, you know, who who is looking for the hotel, you know, uh, is there a specific uh, campaign that we could promote to capture right. these target guesses? Uh, so, so one of the things that to look at is based on my my purchase, for example, if I'm purchasing a flight, so that's going to indicate the data uh, to. Uh, to the hotel based on the market insight mm-hmm. report, for instance, it's going to show, okay, right. who is arriving? Okay, so there is Sheila arriving from Spain to London. So how can we influence her to book our hotel even before she arrives? Because sometimes guests could be booking their flight and then plan their hotel stay. Right. So again, you tap into, okay, promote in terms of like the campaign, targeted campaign through all booking channels to target the Spanish market. Mm-hmm. Right. You promote your hotel. Uh, at the same time, also, you try to analyze in terms of your social media, what's the keywords that are most being, uh, the hotel being tagged on, tagged on or, or picked up on. How can we then further uh, promote this to, cap- uh, to capture guests who are targeting mm-hmm. certain sentiments? So this is where the sentiment data analysis come in. So it kind of gives, uh, gives the hoteliers to be more proactively sure. Uh, and and be more specific into reaching out to the guesses. Mm-hmm. So you know, you I mean, we we are a step ahead in terms of influencing them to come and stay at the hotel even before they could make the decision. Just like the Google cookie tracker. So it's, uh, sometimes I have to say there might be a lot of data that we need to buy into, but based on what we have, is is analyzing 
your social media, you know, what are those keywords, analyzing, uh, and then also updating your social media with these keywords that are relevant. You know, look for the keywords that are most searched in Google that is specific to the area, specific to the location or the hotel. And, and then also, how can we promote the products of our hotel to tap into specific markets? For example, if it's a spa hotel, we want to tap into guests who are searching wellness. Right. How can we then... Uh, make sure those keywords are highlighted into our social media, also into our web content, which then, you know, forms an uh, SEO uh, organic searches, which then captures the Google search searches from these guesses. Mm-hmm. No, totally agree with you. I mean, there's there, there's a lot of different aspects and different things mm-hmm. that you got to uh, imply here. Um, I wanted to talk to you because you did bring it up mm-hmm. because you said, you know, uh, predictions are not going to be from 2019 until 2023. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. means, you know, we got another year of, you know, these hotels uh, kind of battling it out for the guests. And this kind of moves mm-hmm. us on to the next question about budgeting. Yes. Um, do you have any tips for budgeting, especially over the next year? Is there things that hotel A should look at or, um, you know, because we're talking technology and getting these different uh, revenue mm-hmm. management systems or um, like OTA uh, insights and these different tools that you can use that are really, really useful. Mm-hmm. But what do you see as something that, you know, you should focus on when when building your next budget over the next 12 months? Um, so in terms of budget, OK, first of all, uh, as a back to basics, I want to look at in terms of market intelligence, what's the market intelligence out there in terms of SDR guidance, looking at PwC guidance, to have some kind of indication, what is the trend that they see. My tips in terms of budgeting is back to basics, especially, you know, coming out from COVID. Yes, for some hotels in 2021, it has been very successful, especially for hotels that are outside city because of the pent up demand, everybody wanted to get away as soon as the lockdown restrictions were lifted. So these hotels saw a boom. Uh, staycation was high, you know, everyone was promoting staycation because no one could get out. So, you know, to some extent, uh, some hotels that are outside the city were seeing a boom in terms of the pickup, uh, which possibly even better than 2019 and 2018. Mm-hmm. Now, I have to say, you know, yes, they could have done great in 2021, but we have to be cautious when budgeting for 2022. Not to expect 2021 is going to repeat because, you know, to some extent, restrictions has been lifted now in terms of traveling. So if I were to travel from London to Europe, I just need to do a PCR, which is fit to fly. And then coming back into the UK, I just have to do a lateral flow test. So, mm-hmm. so the restrictions and, and the conditions in terms of traveling are being softened. You know, that's not, it's not too expensive anymore as it was when initially PCR uh, tests were introduced. So going back to my point was, is, you know, do not take it for granted in terms of what business is going to come uh, for 2022. So they have to be very cautious in a way, has to go back to basics approach, back to basics approach, just like opening a new hotel. What would you expect to come in? Yeah. And I think that's, you know, goes back to the points that you brought out earlier in all the different reports and forecasts that are coming out, not using the old historical data from 2019 or even from 2020, you know, mm-hmm. 2021, it's, it's growing a bit, but now I think using those different reports, um, can help you better budget on those things as well. Uh, especially with, uh, this is one thing that I hear a lot with is people 
Uh, hotel A's, general managers, they're looking for more staff. There's a lot of staff that's gone in and out that they had mm-hmm. to either lay off or, you know, yes. found that uh, they can go and do work from home or work abroad and these new work nomads that they don't need mm-hmm. to work at uh, in one place anymore. So there's a lot of that, mm-hmm. you know, human resources part of it too. Uh, that's a bit uncertain of their staffing. So looking at maybe increasing your staffing for 2022. I don't know. This is some of the stuff that I've heard uh, as I've been doing this podcast. Um, I, I wanted, I wanted to ask mm-hmm. you uh, a bit about, because we did talk about, you mm-hmm. know, um, marketing and d- direct marketing to certain, uh, you know, locations, say it's Spain, mm-hmm. you know, there are people that are looking for wellness centers. Um, mm-hmm. do you have any tips for revenue management and how it interacts with marketing? Revenue management is just very analytical in terms of dissecting the data. Uh, you know, when it comes to marketing, it's more creative. So, and, and this is where they come in hand in hand because revenue will provide the data to the marketing. You know, we right. need to target this. This is what we're seeing, the trends. You know, we need to tap into this marketing, uh, target to this specific source market or this specific segment. And they mm-hmm. work hand in hand in terms of marketing, you know, to bring in the creative element on how can we reach out, you know, right. probably, you know, come up with a creative content uh, to, to attract a wellness guest or do a targeted campaign for the Spanish market specifically and, and managing the campaign that it has more of a Spanish flavor to drive. So it's, it's yeah. kind of working hand in hand. So um, in, in terms of tips, uh, revenue uh, interactions, I would say it's regular communication mm-hmm. and open exchange of data and information and ideas. I, I couldn't agree more. I think that's uh, one of the biggest thing is communication. And I, I see, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we've had another guest on talking about, you know, uh, the team working together for getting good reviews um, on, on TripAdvisor, that it's not just the GM that's making it. Everybody has to work together in a team and then have that communication. So uh, I think communication and creativity is also uh, a huge point on that. Um Sheila, we're, we're just about out of time. I, I think we can go on for hours and I think uh, I, I need to get you on as a guest uh, a second time here. Cause I think there's, a, <laughs> we should do just a Sheila series. Uh, Cause I think we can do a whole season, just uh, all the knowledge that you have uh, in all these different things. We've kind of quickly unpacked a lot of them and I, I think we can keep going, but you know, to any of our listeners um, I've learned a lot. If they're interested and they want to reach out to you, how can they do that? You know what, Kristen? I didn't realize how quickly the time went. It's 10 minutes in. No, we, we've been going for almost uh, 30 minutes now. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Well, thank you. Thanks. Um, so in terms of um, how the audience can reach out to me, I mean, they can always email me, Sheila at HamiltonHotelsPartners.com uh, or find me on LinkedIn. Uh, it's Sheila Krishnan. That's brilliant. Sheila, it's it's absolutely been great to have you on the show. Finally, I got you on the IME Hotel program. Total pleasure to have you on. Thanks again for talking to us. Likewise, Christian, and thank you so much for having me here. Cool. I think we'll wrap it up here for today. So to all our listeners, thank you for joining. We have another great episode planned for you, so watch this space. Remember to stay up to date with all our events by signing up to the I Meet Hotel mailing list and visiting us on LinkedIn and Twitter. Or hey, you can go old school. Email us at info at imeethotel.com. 
So today we talked, we questioned, we learned, and most importantly, we hope we gave you something to think about. Also, if there's anything you want us to cover in future episodes, we've got a podcast team that's eager to dive into some weird and interesting research topics. So get in touch with us and let us know if there's anything you want to know about hospitality. The I Meet Hotel podcast is a production from I Meet Hotel and Bidroom, the first subscription-based online travel community. Visit bidroom.com to learn more.